the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now, your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. All right, welcome to the Arthur Idala Power Hour at 6.03 on a Wednesday evening. Um, there's a lot going on in the news. Uh, there is a um, uh, SCOTUS taken on, I think it looks like now, two separate Trump cases, a civil case and the criminal case. For those of you who don't know what SCOTUS is, it's the Supreme Court of the United States. And um, the trial judge in the criminal case... Uh, did not give the prosecutor what he asked for. Um, he said, can we still keep going forward with the pretrial, um, all the paperwork, all the motions that need to be filed, all the documents that not need to be entered into, while the Supreme Court of the United States determines the question of whether or not Donald Trump is immune. Does he have immunity? Because when he, he was president of the United States when these crimes took place. Um and the trial judge said, no, well, we're not going to go any further. We're not doing anything. Don't file anything. Don't ask me to rule on anything. However, the gag order is still in place on the president of the United States. And that gag order basically tells the president that he can't rag on the prosecutor or the um, the witnesses. I think he's allowed to give her a hard time herself, the judge. Um, but... Uh, the fact that this judge has put this on hold is a big deal. Um, the fact that the Supreme Court of the United States has uh, given an expedited schedule to handle this. In, in the world of the law, it's a big deal. That has to do with the criminal case. Regarding the civil case where people are going after Trump, the issue is uh, can people sue regarding um regarding the actions of January 6th. So one is about jail and one is about money. Um, so we are going to talk um, a little bit about that. Um, we're going to talk to Frank Setio because um, there was a big case that came down from the highest court in the land, oh, in the land of New York, the New York State Court, um, saying that the congressional districts should be um, redrawn. And what that allows is for, and Seti will explain it, but it could change the districts of, of, of Congress, which, as we know, Congress is hanging by a thread um, in the hands of the Republicans. And if uh, certain districts change here in the state of New York, um, 
the you know they can lose a, one side or the other they can either lose a seat or gain a seat. Um, apparently, this afternoon when I was at the Police Athletic League legal lunch um, with my uh, my law firm, uh, my friend David Schwartz, who um, is a fine fine lawyer, got the most prestigious award that the Police Athletic League has to offer which is their legal award, and it was a who's who of people. Yes, thank you. It was a who's who of the legal community, and we were very proud of David, and he gave a great speech, um, and he threw me a lot of bouquets, which was very sweet of him. But apparently while I was there going on, there was another host on another station, one whom wears a red beret, and he was taking me to task. Now, I haven't heard it, although I did get some texts about uh, that I should be suing, um, because for slander, um, but the bottom line is this, uh, this guy who wears the red beret and you guys all know who I'm talking about. He's been running around town talking about how there's some deal between Eric Adams and Andrew Cuomo. And that if Andrew, if, if Eric Adams gets pushed out of office, Andrew Cuomo is, uh, uh, is going to get the support of Eric Adams to succeed him in a special election, but that Andrew Cuomo made a promise not to fire any of the uh, staff of Eric Adams. It's ridiculous. He talks about some meeting that took place at um, Junior's, the famous Junior's restaurant in Brooklyn on Flatbush Avenue, and we're eating cheesecake. I mean, it's... It's insane. Um, I'll touch on that for a minute or two about with with our with our friend Frank Sedio as well, um, because you know that he's been thrown into the mix. But you know, just let's just use common sense for a second. Think about it. If um, God forbid the sitting mayor was indicted and step decided I'm going to step down from office, would any candidate really be looking for that? mayor's support i don't know if you remember but when uh bloomberg was stepping down everyone knew he kind of was supporting christine quinn but he she didn't want a direct um she didn't want a direct uh endorsement from him because among certain circles of people who vote he was at the end of his term he was not so popular uh could you imagine someone a, a mayor getting indicted and other people have to run for the seat. Who really is going to raise their hand to get the indicted guy's endorsement? Nobody. Because just so you know, if God forbid something happened to Eric Adams, and I really hope it doesn't, not because I know him on a personal basis, but this city does not need the turmoil that would be caused by that. If 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 the mayor, for whatever reason, decided to step down abruptly, the public advocate would, who is Jumani Williams would be the mayor for 60 days there would be a an open election so unlike what's going on for george santos seat where the democratic party of the state and the republican part of the of the state pick their respective candidate and then they just run against each other um the if if that happened here in the city regarding the mayoralty uh the public advocate would step in he would be the mayor jumani williams would be the mayor for 60 days and there would be an open election a hundred people could run. I could run. I won't run. Uh, I mean, um, you know, probably the guy in the red beret would run. Uh, Scott Stringer would run. Uh, Maya Wiley would run. Catherine Garcia would run. You know, basically everyone who ran the last time that Eric, Eric Adams defeated. Um, and 
that that would decide who would just fulfill the remainder of Eric Adams' term. Um, I do not see any scenario where anybody would say, okay, vote for me, I'm going to go into City Hall, and I'm going to keep the entire staff, from the chief of staff to all the deputy mayors, of the person who was just indicted, who had a very, very low approval rating. That That's how I'm going to start off my administration. Do you hear how ridiculous that sounds? Because it is ridiculous. But, you know, there are people out there who they make a living by uh, doing theater of the mind and, you know, making people believe these kinds of things. The truth is, um, I don't think, and now this is my opinion, so I shouldn't say it's the truth, I don't think that there's going to be enough or any evidence that Eric Adams himself did anything to the level of criminality there where Washington, Merrick Garland, and whoever else are the decision makers in Washington are going to say, let's see, right before our guy, Joe Biden, runs for office, let's cause a major disruption in the most important city, the most high-profile city in the nation, just to show the the discord in the United States of America based on what it maybe Eric Adams didn't fill out the FARA form, Foreign Agents Registration Act. Are they really going to take the, are they going to cause that kind of turmoil to the number one city in the country right before Joe Biden's got to run? I don't think that's the smart political move. I don't think it's the smart legal move either. Um, they have tried a couple of these FARA cases, and I know of one of them. They tried during the Obama administration, and there was a full acquittal, meaning not guilty. So I don't know. Uh, we will see. I, I am. I have my ear down to the sidewalks of the city of New York. I haven't heard anything as of late regarding um, Eric Adams or any new evidence or any movement there. You know, there's a lot of rumors. But uh, in the area of law, especially in the Southern District of Law of New York, we do not, um, you know, base things on rumors. One last thing before we end this first segment and come back with Frank Setio to talk about gerrymandering, and we'll learn what that is uh, here in the state of New York. Um, we all here at the Idala Bertuna and Kamen's Law Firm and at the Idala family uh, want to express our condolences to Joseph Piscopo who lost his mom. I'm here with Alex Garrett. Alex, how old was Joe's mom? I believe she was 99. I mean, she was up there in the 99, I believe. Yeah, and she had her wits about her, God bless. But, you know, this is a rough time of year to use to lose mama. Uh, it would have been very cool if she made it to Christmas and they got one last Christmas together. Alex, what song are we listening to and why are we listening to This is actually Glenn Miller's Deep Purple, and I heard this morning that this was his mom's favorite song. So I want to play a little of that for uh, to end our segment, uh, first segment tonight. All right, we're gonna wrap it up. We're gonna come back with Frank Setti. You don't go anywhere. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing to keep the Grinch away from the toy drive. Who's going to deliver the toys to the kids? What about me, the Grinch? No. Yep, even easier than that. You steal the presents one time. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. Capital One NA member FDIC. Copyright Dr. Seuss Enterprises. Copyright Turner Entertainment Company. 
The world's got you feeling glazed over Sprinkle some love all around Just climb your way up out of that hole And you'll be the taste of the town Grab the one thing that everyone's loving And as it happens, they come by the dozen Everybody loves a donut Order a dozen from Duncan. All right, let's talk about our good, good friends at Bay Ridge Honda. You know, I've known that family forever. Um, I remember my dad uh, took my grandfather to Bay Ridge Honda when the original Mr. Sabah was there and uh, bought that awesome Bay Ridge Honda Accord. Yes, the Honda Accord. The same model, the same name that is included in this year's the 2024 Car and Driver 10 Best Best List, the Honda Accord, standing right next to its little, standing next to its little brother, the Honda Civic. The Sabah family is a class A family running a spectacular, spectacular dealership that's won more awards. I think they won four awards, uh, all of the highest Honda awards, um, just for being a great dealership selling spectacular cars and right now these last couple of weeks of the of the year it's the season to celebrate with happy honda days going on right now at bay ridge honda there are no payments until march of 2024 the lowest prices of the year selling under msrp this month because they want to get those end of the year numbers up they want to get the 2023 numbers up look how many cars we sold the honda accord the honda hrv the honda civic the honda crv the odyssey the passport they are all spectacular. Be sure to ask the staff at Bay Ridge Honda about the Bay Ridge Plus package that will have your new or used car covered. So visit Bay Ridge Honda on 4th Avenue and 88th Street in Brooklyn, New York, or online at BayRidgeHonda.com. That's BayRidgeHonda.com. The Happy Honda Day Sale ends January 2nd, 2024. For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger, because we have professional-grade supplies for every industry, even hard-to-find products. And we have same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Reimagine this holiday season with more capability and more adventure in Kia's EverReady lineup. This winter, gift yourself what you really want during Kia's Season of Giving Back sales event. Kia is offering great deals on the capable Sorento and the spacious Sportage, and deals on even more vehicles like the all-electric EV6 and the fun-to-drive Forte. So visit your local Kia dealer and explore all your newfound possibilities by enjoying Kia's Season of Giving Back. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Event ends 1-224. Let's talk about our friends at Connors and Sullivan. You know what they need to protect you against? Well, a lot of things. They would need to make sure that you have a healthcare proxy in case you're ill and you can't make decisions for yourself. You want to pick who can make those decisions for you. A power of attorney in case you're unable to make any kind of legal decisions. You want someone to be able to make those legal decisions for you. And, you know, the whole Medicaid thing, it's very, very complicated. The lawyers at Connors and Sullivan, they know how to handle all of these things your wills, your, if you need a trust, your overall estate plan. The lawyers at Connors & Sullivan know this stuff because they've helped hundreds and hundreds of people just like you and your family with the same thing over the years. They'll tell you exactly 
how to protect your assets and how to protect your family, they will sit with you. A free initial consultation with a lawyer. Go over things initially, and then you should retain them for them to put together your whole plan. So call Connors and Sullivan, 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500. They have offices in Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, and Staten Island. It's never too late. The time to act is now. Call Connors and Sullivan today, 718-238-6500. Listen to AM 970, The Answer, on Alexa. Tune in, iHeart, or odyssey.com. Well, we talked about Joe Piscopo's mom uh, passing away at 99. Today is Dick Van Dyke's 98th birthday. Pretty cool. As far as I know, he's around. And I saw something, a big bouquet of flowers, and I saw the name Taylor Swift. Now I know why. Today is her 34th birthday. There's some issue with her and um, Megan Kelly, and Megan said something about, I don't know, she went to a... a Taylor went to some rally having to do with the um, the war in Israel and Gaza, and I just saw the headline that said Megan, Megan Kelly says that everyone should boycott Taylor Swift, the artist or the person of the year. Don't see that happening anytime soon. But what I do see happening right now is the introduction of a great guest. He's a regular here on the Idola Power Hour, both as a guest and as a listener, so he'll tell me thereafter. If we messed anything up or we had to fix anything, um, I was talking about him this morning um, and on another radio show. And apparently uh, uh, someone was talking about us uh, this afternoon on another radio station. Uh, the one, the only, the great former judge, former NYPD, former assemblyman, former county leader, Frank Santo. Hello, uh, Frank Santo. Listen to me, Frank Setio. Frank Santo is is another great. He had almost all of those titles. Although he wasn't a cop, but he was a Marine. Were you ever in the service, Frank Setio? Actually, I wasn't. I came into the police department when I was at 19 years old, and uh, I can, if I can say, the good fortune was they didn't. Re if you worked for the police department, they didn't. Uh, you weren't drafted. Is that uh, how it worked? I did not know that. I, I was, we were in the. Yeah, we're in the height of the you know, Vietnam War, but uh, if you were a teacher, or I, I didn't know it at the time, but if you were a teacher or a police officer, um, at least those two professions, they or a fireman, uh, they uh, you weren't drafted now, or you were considered one uh, A, uh, uh, and you weren't called up. So uh, that's when we actually had a draft, when we could actually raise an army if we needed one. Yeah, well, we we can talk about that another day. My two younger brothers were served in Vietnam, and uh, uh, so I always give them credit for going and, and doing what they had to do in their time. Oh, okay. Well, see, I, I just learned something. I, I think maybe I knew about the teaching thing, but I definitely did not know about uh, the, if you were a police officer, you would not get drafted. So, um, Mr. Frank Sedio, before we talk about redistricting and what that means to us. Is there any reason for you and I to address these rumors about this situation with Andrew Cuomo and and uh, the mayor, the current mayor, and you and Cheesecake and all of that stuff? Um, well, I, I have to tell you what's so amazing about the whole thing. First of all, if anybody wants to talk about me eating cheesecake, 
he, the, the mistake he made is I like it with strawberries or pineapple. I don't eat plain cheesecake. I, I'm going to be a junior's. I want the real thing made the right way. So uh, you can be sure that uh, although I did have the opportunity to have breakfast there with, with our former governor, uh, the conversation was truthfully just a social time for the two of us to catch up with each other. And, uh, and that's the distance it went. And frankly, um, I guess uh, it's, 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 I guess maybe the room needed some more warmth because there was a lot of hot air being blown out by the person who was saying it. All right. So there's no deal with Andrew Cuomo and the mayor that if the mayor's got to uh, step down, Andrew Cuomo's stepping in and keeping the whole staff and all of that, correct? Uh, there's about as much a deal as saying that, oh, we're gonna, we have the ability to control the sun coming up on different days and what time it does. <laughs> okay. Um, so tell us about this, this Court of Appeals case that came down yesterday, Frank Sedio. Well, this is really an important case uh, because, you know, for the first time, at least in the history, as long as I can remember, uh, uh, this was done and uh, done for a second time now. Uh, reapportionment, most people don't understand what that means. It basically is uh, a result of the annual census, the 10-year uh, census each time that's held that's scheduled uh, every 10 years, and the last time was the year 2000. And what was to occur at that point is we measure how many people live in the United States and then proportionally make up new district lines politically for the various uh, political uh, uh, positions that are held. We do it. We just did it last year for the New York City Council. Uh, we do. We did it uh, for the New York State Assembly and New York State Senate two years ago, and we did it for the congressional lines as well. Uh, the congressional lines, as needless to say, are the battleground right now for uh, the Democrats and the Republicans, and it it makes the difference as to who's going to control the Congress of the United States for the remaining seven and eight years that we have until we do reapportionment again. The um, uh, right now, as you might know, uh, there was a change last year that created uh, the, of the 27 districts here in New York. Uh, it created a, a, what was appeared to be a set of lines that uh, uh, created more Republican seats than was believed to be the case, and that resulted in the uh, we, New York, in fact, contributed to the Republican majority, uh, giving them the power to run the Congress right now. The new lines, uh, which have, uh, are a result of this New York State Court of Appeals, mm. and it should be understood the Court of Appeals is the highest court in New York State. The court after that will be the United States Supreme Court. And this is not the kind of case that gets brought to the Supreme Court, and it won't reach that unless there was some violation that someone can find, and uh, I don't believe that's the case. The lines that are going to be drawn as a result of yesterday's decision are basically going to be the actual new congressional lines. And it was done, by the way, as we, uh, and overturned the original Court of Appeals decision a year and a half ago, which gave us the lines that our congressional candidates are, are actually sitting in and run on now. And if the uh, new lines, are in, as it's anticipated, come out, it's going to once again favor Democrats here in New York State and give them a, a, a little bit of an edge in terms of the election. So all of that talk and all of that statement comes down to there's a good chance that the Republicans can lose some of the seats in New York State, and if they lose those seats, they can lose control of the United States. So Congress. let's be so a little more specific. Going on here. So, Frank Sidney, what what seats off the top of your head would be in jeopardy? 
that you know of that well, you can I just... I think the two biggest ones right now, uh, very frankly, and how they're drawn, are going to be the one that covers Westchester and, and uh, that portion of... Uh, remember, there was a seat that was Westchester in the Bronx. Right. Uh, and that seat's an important seat. There is uh, the... Uh, the I'll call them called the seat that's... Uh, that just became vacated by by uh, uh, the previous congressman. Santos seat is now going to that the, the way based on how that's drawn can go either way. It can be Republican or Democrat. And Do right I, now, um, it, it could it, it, my favorite Democrats as it is. It may actually get changed and give the Democrats that much more of an advantage. So when when another so local New York seat. By the way, the other seat is the Milwaukee seat, the one that covers currently covers Staten Island. And a piece of southern Brooklyn. Uh, if that seat were changed to take a piece of Manhattan, you know, and many years ago that actually did have a piece of lower Manhattan, uh, that could actually change the vote in, well, in that district as well. Talking talking about um, the the Malliotaka seat, that's Staten Island and southern Brooklyn. Before the, this, the ruling that stands now, the original, the, the map, I guess a year ago or whatever, had it being Staten Island and then a very liberal part of Brooklyn, right? Park Slope and all that, and that, that area over there. That's, that, that, that's correct. Right. And that, that could affect that election. I mean, that has always been a cold seat. It's always been a seat that's gone back and forth between Republicans and Democrats, uh, in the last 35, 40 years. And that could easily become a very contested seat as, uh, as it was in the past. And, the, you know, what people need to know is that the Court of Appeals, uh, the there are new judges on the Court of Appeals now based on retirements, and that is what, um, that's what really, ha that affects these rulings to some degree. Correct, Frank Sedio? It affected it quite significantly. The change of one of the Supreme, the Court of Appeal judges who retired uh, brought uh, a, a change of the vote when, the, when the one Janet Fury who was the chief judge, when she retired, she voted to uh, throw out the original lines and bring them back to a master. That was what created the lines that people have run, uh, candidates have run on in, the, in this last election two years ago. And in this upcoming election in 2024 now, uh, Owen Wilson, who has now become the new chief judge, okay, although he was on, by the way, he was on the bench before, he brought in one other candidate as a substitute because of uh, one of the uh, judges uh, finding themselves uh, in a conflict. And that resulted with, uh, in the change, four, where it was four to three the last time in favor of throwing out, uh, keeping the uh, lines that were drawn by the, uh, by the committee. Uh, this time they threw them out. Uh, the, that one change of vote made the difference in how these lines are going to now be looked at. What's really important, too, you know, this goes back to a, a committee that was created with Democrats and Republicans to draw the new lines. It's five and five. And what people don't realize was the original committee that drew the lines could not agree on a set of lines. And that, that, and that could happen now again. People can just say, oh, with the five, can we vote on political, political lines, a political decision on my each of the five uh, uh, members of the committee from the two parties, and they, uh, and those lines may not make it, and that would again result in the lines going back to the legislature to be drawn. All right, Frank Sedio, I'm gonna, I want to take a deep breath, take a, take a yeah, deep breath, and because this is all complicated stuff, and it really has to do affect 
the nation and the balance of power based in Congress. We're going to come back with Frank Cedillo. They just announced now they're going to open an uh, impeachment proceeding or, or investigation into President Biden. We're going to come back with Frank Cedillo and talk a little bit more politics. Maybe we'll make some national politics the subject matter. We'll be right back. Wellness Wednesday with your favorite Fox News medical all-stars and other experts on how to keep you well. That's tonight at 7 on AM 970, The Answer. The world's got you feeling glazed over. Sprinkle some love all around. Just climb your way up out of that hole and you'll be the taste of the town. Grab the one thing that everyone's loving. And as it happens, they come by the dozen. Everybody loves a donut. Order a dozen from Dunkin'. Reimagine this holiday season with more capability and more adventure in Kia's Ever Ready lineup. This winter, gift yourself what you really want during Kia's Season of Giving Back Sales event. Kia is offering great deals on the capable Sorento and the spacious Sportage, and deals on even more vehicles like the all-electric EV6 and the fun-to-drive Forte. So visit your local Kia dealer and explore all your newfound possibilities by enjoying Kia's Season of Giving Back. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Event ends one Hi, it's Arthur Idala. I know it's hard to believe, but the holidays are here. Why not make them truly memorable this year on board the Atlantis yacht with New York Cruises? Captain Fred and the amazing New York Cruises staff go above and beyond with every detail. Whether you've been put in charge of planning the office Christmas party or are looking to do something exciting for the holidays, why not take the party off land and on to sea? Call 212-633-1231 or visit newyorkcruises.com and see how Captain Fred and his first class yacht crew will make your special occasion an unforgettable day. The Atlantis of New York Cruises is the perfect venue for corporate events, weddings, engagement and anniversary parties, reunions, retirement parties, birthdays, bar or bat mitzvahs, you name it. Call 212-633-1231 to book your unforgettable event today or visit newyorkcruises.com. My name is Imran Ansari and I lead the Civil Litigation Division of Idala, Bertuna and Kamins. Suffering an injury in an accident can be a life-changing experience. Whether you've been involved in a car accident, a construction site accident, a slip and fall or injured because of someone else's negligence, we can help. Our team of experienced trial attorneys will never settle for less than what you are owed. We are always ready to go to court to fight for you and seek justice. If you have been injured because of someone else's negligence, you have legal rights and may be entitled to significant money to compensate you for your pain and suffering. Hiring the right attorney is important. The combined experience of the lawyers at Idala, Bertuna, and Kamins will be able to lead you through the personal injury lawsuit process and aggressively fight for the best result. If you or a loved one have been injured in an accident, don't delay. Call 212-486-0011, 212-486-0011, or visit us at idalalaw.com. Idala, Bertuna, and Kamins, fighting for justice, fighting for you. Plaza College, Plaza College, Plaza College. That is the institution that could change your life or one of, someone you know, a loved one, a friend. Someone who's like, you know, I need a change. I want to reinvent myself. Or a younger person who, you know, they're done with school. And, you know, one thing they don't teach you in most schools is like, okay, now you graduated. Here's your piece of paper. And, and now what do you do? 
well, you could go to Plaza College, even though you've already graduated college, because they're the ones who will set you up to go out and get a real job. Yep, a real job. Imagine that. Um, now, you guys all know about the school of nursing that I talk about and the dentistry school that I talk about, but, of course, I always harp on their school of court reporting because Plaza College's accelerated program in court reporting will allow a student to speed their way into the legal field and make great money without going to law school where you lose your hair like I did. Uh, being a court reporter, knowing how to use that machine is an in-demand lucrative career with flexibility that more people should really consider. Right now, when I go around to the DA's offices, and they even put this on the record sometimes in front of the judge, what the delay is to get the minutes through is that there is a, uh, a lack of court reporters. They need more. Um, there is a national shortage. The National Court Reporters Association has partnered with our very own Plaza College to offer a free two-week virtual seminar that gives a glimpse into the world of court reporting and captioning. That program is called A to Z, and it's being offered free and can be completed from the convenience of your home. So sign up today, go look at the Plaza College website, or email info at plazacollege.edu. That's info at plaza, P-L-A-Z-A, college.edu. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. Little Taylor Swift, 6.36 on a, a Wednesday night. Normally I have Luca here with me, but he's actually um, in Brooklyn with uh, my brother-in-law, his godfather, Carl. And uh, Uncle Carl is taking Luca for uh, a tennis lesson. They, there's like some indoor bubble thing, and, and I'm very happy about that. Because, you know, we got to keep these kids moving. Um, so... Speaking of moving, the house has moved to um, uh, formally launch an impeachment inquiry into President Biden. This is like, look, I have Frank Setio on the line. He's a few weeks older than I am. Frank, could you educate me here? Is like, I don't know, were all these these impeachment things where they they've been they they throw them around now like it's cotton candy? I don't know. Was there impeachment about Kennedy and then about Johnson? Maybe they were. I, I don't know. And about Ford and about Bush, the father. I, I don't remember all this, this hearing about impeachment, impeachment, impeachment all the time. You know, up until the modern times, it was only one other time when they tried to impeach in 1868, uh, then-President Johnson, uh, who succeeded Abraham Lincoln. And it, it was made it was a century later before they first started and uh, an impeachment proceeding against Richard Nixon. So here we now have two times against Donald Trump, and tit for tat, we have the Democrats now, uh, the Republicans now, uh, are doing an impeachment inquiry, by the way, against uh, uh, President Biden, which doesn't mean that he's uh, going to be impeached. It just means that they're inquiring this point as to whether or not they're going to do so. What they did vote today... To go forward with the inquiry, so it'll be interesting to see. 
I uh, believe. By the way, in the last the last Trump um, um, and um, impeachment? Trump, uh, impeachment process, they never did an inquiry. They just moved right over and 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 into uh, having him uh, impeached. So. Mm. Uh, I think it's a mistake. Uh, it's it's a, it to me it's it's a terrible division of uh, of the public uh, in in these things. They 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 do they're nothing but political uh, uh, use as a political weapon. And I'm sorry to say that it's being done once again uh, against President Biden. You know, uh, there's no real hard evidence of anything, to my knowledge, at least from what we've read in the papers about what's going on there. But I guess we'll get to see now. Uh, and especially a year before the election, what's going to happen? This is going to be this is an historical presidential election. Yo, yo, I, I, I am hearing the baloney about it. Listen, you know, it's it's sad. with this stuff. It's sad. You know yeah. what? What the Democrats are saying is that quote: "We are here for one reason and one reason alone, because Donald Trump demanded that Republicans impeach." So they are going to try to impeach. They are weaponizing and abusing impeachment, one of the most somber and serious things that Congress can do to attack President Joe Biden. Um, I mean, I will tell you how I feel about it as a citizen. Forget about being a Democrat or a Republican. It's a distraction. It's a waste of time. And I felt the same way about a lot of the stuff that went on against Trump. I, this is not what I want my Congress people spending their time on. I want them to be looking at uh, the congestion pricing and how you know the feds can help us in, that, in one way or another. I want them to look at the federal laws regarding crime and see how they can help us with that. I want to say I don't care. I, I, I would like Chuck Schumer to continue doing fixing potholes and streetlights. I, I, you know, I don't really need this whole impeachment stuff as a as a citizen of the city of New York. And I think you're right, Arthur. And as a matter of fact, the shame of this all is is. Well, one of the things you left out is how about the federal government coming along with some money to help New York City to solve the migrant crisis? Well, don't say that because you well, can get it. You can get in trouble. It's 120,000 migrants a year. Uh, how we take care of them and what we have to do is based not on one whim of one candidate, one person, the mayor, but on the rules and the laws that we pass in New York to offer sanctuary to people. To, which, by the way, doesn't mean that we 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 have to. Uh, find a house for every one of them but that's been new york city's rule and that's what's bankrupting us and causing such a loss of income and, and expenses for the city of new york well, <laughs> who I mean, believe in this day and age that we would uh, a year ago that we would be facing these kinds of circumstances and to throw in now an impeachment process as part of this it's tip for tat it does nothing for the public good all it does is delay the inevitable which is the need to solve the problems of the country. And Congress has unfortunately failed to do that right now. Now, the Republicans have, I think, a three. They had a four, and I believe now it's only three lead, uh, three uh, vote lead with Santos gone. And, and frankly, uh, I, they, this could actually change before next year's election because with 465 members of the United States Congress, there's always someone unfortunately dying or having to resign for one reason or another, and that, that this could change within uh, within the next year before we even reach the general election of 2024. Okay, but so let's just play it out, Frank. Said, Frank said to you, let's say let's play it out. Let's say it does change, and Hakeem Jeffries, who's now the head of the minority, which is the uh, the Democratic Party, he becomes the Speaker of the House, Brooklyn boy. 
it, uh, all of a sudden, does the purse strings open up? Does the pocketbook open up? And Eric Adams, who they must know each other at least twenty years, does Eric Adams get some yeah. you know couple of billion dollar check? Well, I would hope so. I mean, in my conversations with with, uh, with the congressman, he seems to indicate that one of the problems is that because they don't have the majority in Congress, remember, Congress votes the purse. That's where the money comes from. And, and although we blame the president at this point in time, I mean, nothing's come from Congress. And uh, and that's the sad part about it, is, is that, that we need these funds to help New York. I'm selfish. I don't want my, my, my services cut. I don't want to see New York City have to not impose a hiring restriction on the number of employees we have to solve the problems of the city. But this is being caused by the loss of money uh, spent on the migrant process. And I, I welcome migrants. Uh, I will tell you right now, I'm one of those people who believe that my grandfather didn't get off that boat from Sicily in 1919 with the two bananas in his pocket. Uh, my, my life and my whole world's life will be totally different. So I believe in the migrants coming here. I think when people walk 2,000 miles to get to freedom, but I think that's totally abused by what's happening now. Um, the word is out. Just anybody in the world, just show up in Mexico and we'll get you into the United States. Don't worry about it. That's what's happening. And that is one of the main thrusts that the Democrats are facing in terms of, uh, of their failure to address that side. On the other side, Congress failing to provide the monies necessary to take care of uh, uh, the issues that migrants have created. So it comes right down to money. It comes down to our uh, as the average citizen working every day trying to figure out what to do, uh, having to see uh, literally, in my mind, uh, just the total absence of responsibility on the part of the Congress in taking care of the needs in the domestic side of our country. So, Frank Sedio, um, we have a couple of minutes left. I do want to um, just have a little fun with you and playing out uh, the crystal ball of politics a little bit. Andrew Cuomo. He's clearly, you know, I mean, you said you had a, a social dinner with him. He's been bouncing around. He's been going to churches. He's been making statements. He's got millions of dollars in the bank. You know, if, if Frank Sedio, who's been around the block a few times, looks into his crystal ball and says, you know, what's next for uh, Andrew Cuomo, what, what are you thinking? Well, if I, if I would look at the Cuomo situation in two ways. One, objectively, to be fair, don't don't be so quick to say goodbye to Andrew Cuomo. I believe he has a future in the United States in politics. I think that there'll be a, a there'll be some method or position that he may find himself looking to uh, to run for and win. And I know there's speculation he could run for the United States Senate against Gillibrand. There's speculation uh, that's been going on. And by the way, I want to make it very clear. I'm sorry to all of you who think that the mayor is going to be gone. You're, you're sleeping, you're taking too much of that stuff that, that, that they sell in the illegal stores right now because that's not happening. This man has been uh, an absolute stalwart person, one of the most honest people I've ever met in government, and there's no question in my mind that when the dust clears, Eric Adams will come up shining. It's sad that he's being dragged in the mud because of this, but he will be tough. And that, So even if we want to theorize that somehow he steps down, it's interesting to see the numbers that Andrew Cuomo has uh, been showing in terms of a positive uh, response from the public. And, it's and funny because another office. we're talking to Frank Sedia. Frank, the other night I was with uh, a guy who said to me, 
I can't stand Andrew Cuomo, but the way he got pushed out of office was absolutely horrible. And now that this other governor is in here now, I kind of can't stand him a little bit less. And uh, then I was at lunch today with a woman in a, a very well-to-do um, businesswoman, and she said, I would vote for Andrew Cuomo for the mayor if something happened to Eric Adams in a second. She goes, I think he would be a fantastic mayor. He would get things done. He would. He's the right guy to pull us out of this $8 billion or $12 billion hole. So... You know, but I, you also know, Frank Sedio, that if he announced that he was running for school board or dog catcher, there is going to be a whole movement of, I don't know, women, woke people, whatever you want to call, saying, oh, you know, he's a, he's a sexualist, a predator and all of that stuff. So I don't know what the future holds. You know, you know, but Arthur, with all of the, with all of the accusations, there's really only two cases right now that seem to be sitting around that they that haven't been finalized yet, and I think that those are going to come to a, a valid conclusion uh, for him. And uh, out of the 11 times that they were accused him in, in this report, uh, it's only two cases that actually come to some reality, and and even that reality is minimal at best. I mean, it's, I find it incredible uh, with some of the uh, what those charges mean. And it's, it's just a, a sign of what occurs in our society in which, well, let's face it, uh, or the publicity that gets uh, because sex sells. Let's face you, it. Uh, you, you got it. They said that Andrew Cuomo stole $10 million. That would be a one-state story in the paper. The fact that he might have there's some accusation by some woman that he did this or he did that. No. But I'm going to tell you, the, 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 the people don't believe in it, and the people are disgusted with it. Uh, if I had to do a, a, an example of Andrew Cuomo, I will tell you the African-American community loves him. Voters be, over that, 50 love him. Love him. Orthodox Jews love him. And and wait, Frank said before I let you go, and by the way, who votes? Orthodox Jews, well, people over 50? Right. All, yeah, all of those people. That That's the whole demo. Look, it's no that's, secret. That's I, I, small I like minority, that. which is by about 20% of the vote. That make all the noise, by the way. Um, when all said and done, uh, yeah, they may not like it. For whatever reason, they find, uh, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's. I guess when you're under 30 right now, you, your brain's just still in your ass. Yeah, uh, oh, there but, you uh, go. All right, Uncle Frank, I got to go. I'm running out of time. It was great spending the whole like, dollar power hour with you tonight. And congratulations on 25 years of blissful marriage to you and Joyce. Thanks. Thanks all so right. much, Arthur. Have a, have a, hope to see you before Christmas. I definitely will. All right, it's 6.48 here in New York City. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Reimagine this holiday season with more capability and more adventure in Kia's EverReady lineup. This winter, gift yourself what you really want during Kia's Season of Giving Back sales event. Kia is offering great deals on the capable Sorento and the spacious Sportage, and deals on even more vehicles like the all-electric EV6 and the fun-to-drive Forte. So visit your local Kia dealer and explore all your newfound possibilities by enjoying Kia's Season of Giving Back. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Event ends one all right, let's talk about our friends at Faztech Industry. Faztech Industries helps you with all of your construction, demolition, and your weekly waste removal needs. They have roll-off containers from 10 to 40 yards, perfect for house, attic, and garage cleanups, or construction and demolition debris. Faztech specializes in the removal and recycling of 
dirt, rock, concrete, brick, and asphalt in all five boroughs, every corner of New Jersey, and now announcing Westchester County. Fastech is the number one supplier of recycled products. Fastech is the number one wholesaler of virgin quarry materials. And Fastech is the number one provider of roll off containers. As a matter of fact, if you mention the Idala Power Hour when you call Fastech, you will get $25 off your next roll off container rental. So call Fastech. Ask for Joe C. 718-494-1600, 718-494-1600, or go online to Fastech, F-A-Z-T-E-C-I-N-D dot com. Fastech Industries is now serving Westchester counties, and it is a DeFazio company. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970, The Answer. C's for the candy trimmed around the Christmas tree. H is for the happy. Any particular reason we're playing the Dickie Valentine Christmas alphabet? Uh, first of all, this is the first time I'm hearing of it, and I love this song. It is uh, number one on this day in 1955 on the UK singles chart. And actually, it was the first Christmas number one that was actually about Christmas. I guess during the month of December in 1955. I mean, there's a little stat for you. All right, there you go. That's why we got Alex Garrett here. Joni's elsewhere. There's big news about Joni tomorrow if she's here. Big, big news. Big, big update on Joni. Joni's getting an update tomorrow. So there she goes. Um, so let us, let me just try to clarify what I said in the beginning of the show, because this ruling came down about the Trump trials and the January 6th. Just right, I didn't read it until I came on the air, but I'm just going to read from you directly. The Supreme Court agreed on Wednesday to hear a case that could upend the prosecutions of hundreds of rioters who stormed the Capitol on January 6th. Um, uh, and or limit the scope of former President Donald J. Trump's trial on federal charges of trying to overturn his election defeat. Here's the issue. The issue is whether the government can charge defendants in the cases under a federal law that makes it a crime to corruptly obstruct an official proceeding. The law is at the heart of the prosecutions of many members of the people who stormed into the Capitol on January 6th, um, and they, the, you know, the purpose allegedly was to block the congressional certification of President Biden's victory. I think that's going to be a key thing. Did they storm the Capitol to actually block the congressional certification, or did they storm the Capitol to just merely protest? I think that could become the heart of it. It is also a key part of the federal indictment accusing Mr. Trump of plotting to remain in power despite the will of the voters. Um, that That's in the indictment itself. The decision to hear the case will complicate and perhaps delay the start of Mr. Trump's trial now scheduled to take place in Washington in March. There's two separate things going on here, folks. This is what I'm telling you is one matter. It's whether uh, this conspiracy to block a uh, hold on corruptly obstruct an official proceeding that's one piece of it so the united states supreme court is looking at this this is different i believe than what the special prosecutor is asking the supreme court the special prosecutor jumped over the court of appeals this case that i'm talking about now was was uh ruled on by the court of appeals um 
the other matter is with Jack Smith, the special prosecutor, went to the Supreme Court directly, jumping over the Court of Appeals, is saying um, Trump is saying he's immune from all of these prosecutions. Is that true or not? He's saying as the president, sitting president of the United States, you uh, he can't be charged criminally with any acts while he was the president. Judge Napolitano the night before last said, or no, actually, I think it was last night, said, um, Nixon, they, there was a ruling in the president Nixon's case that you can be charged with a crime when you're the sitting president of the United States. So I don't think Trump is going to win the immunity issue, um, but that the Supreme Court is deciding right now whether they're even going to hear whether they should decide right now the immunity issue, whether Trump is immune or not. That's one case. This case that I'm talking about now is a second case. And again, at issue is whether the government can charge defendants. So this is not just about Trump. It's about a lot of people in the cases under a federal law that makes it a crime to corruptly obstruct an official proceeding. I may have said a conspiracy. I, I was inaccurate when I said that. That makes it a crime to corruptly obstruct an official proceeding. The law is at the heart of the prosecutions of many members of the mob that sought to block the congressional certification of Joseph R. Biden's victory in 2020. Now, this is from the New York Times. I think the issue is, you know, they're, they're making the conclusion that the mob sought to block the congressional certification. That may be true. There's hundreds of people. So that may be true for a couple of the people or many of the people. And I think there are other people who are just sheep who are just following. Yeah, let's run in there. I mean, there's a big difference to protest and say, I think that the, the election was was uh, fraud. I think there was cheating. Um, but you weren't entering Congress to actually stop the proceeding from taking place. You may have just been entering Congress in, inappropriately just to make your voice heard. I think this is what these this is what is going to be decided. Um, I will do a little homework tonight. I am going to stay here tonight. It's Wednesday. I don't have Luca. Luca's in Brooklyn doing tennis, and he's going to hang out with Uncle Carl and probably go see his brother and sister. I'm going to stay here and get some work done. John Esposito just walked into my office. He has now missed four events uh, that he was supposed to go to that I paid for seats for him, and he doesn't show up. But that's because he's John Esposito, otherwise known as Johnny Beach. All right, you have a great uh Wednesday, December the 13th. A little Dick Van Dyke to end the night, by the way. A little Dick Van Dyke, 98 years old. And once again, our condolences to uh, Joe Piscopo, our, our fearless leader here. And uh, he lost his mom. She's 99 years old. And last I saw or spoke to Joe, she had all of her marbles about her. And boy, you got to be pretty happy about that. All right, folks, that will end tonight's edition of the Author Idola Power Hour. We'll be back tomorrow, and there's going to be a big thing about Joni, a big thing about Joni. We'll see you tomorrow. She wouldn't listen to me. Now she's a mean old thing. So spread sunshine all over the place. Just put on a happy face. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored by Idala Bertuna and Cammons, PC. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.